Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode, the first episode of 2020. My name is Josh Earl. Thanks for downloading. Hopefully you had a, a, a nice 2020. Hopefully everyone's nice and safe. Just before we go into the episode proper, just a few dates I should mention. So I am traveling around the country. So I'm in Perth on February 9 through to 16, doing both stand-up and podcasts for Fringe World. And then from there, I go up to Brisbane, where I'm part of the Brisbane Comedy Festival uh, in March. I'm doing that. And then I'm also doing a show at Fritzenberger as well. The world premiere, I say world premiere, I'm not going to take it anywhere else in the world, but it is the world premiere of my brand new stand-up show, Modern Contemporary. Then I'm going to Canberra, where I'm doing the podcast and Josh Earl Talks, the stand-up show from last year, which is a very good show, so make sure you come out. And then we kick off Melbourne March 26, I think it is, going all the way through to April 19. All the ticket details can be found at joshearl.com.au slash gigs. Go straight there, buy up tickets. Perth, I'm there very soon. Please start buying some tickets. It's a long way to go. I'm there for a week. People don't buy tickets. I'd rather just stay home with my family, if I'm being honest. So make sure you buy some tickets, Perth. I'm coming. Hey, if you are not in those cities but want to help out, help out me and help out the podcast, you can always become a Patreon subscriber. Brand new episodes go up once a month that are only to the Patreon listeners. For $5 a month, you get that. And every week, you'll get some writing as well from me. And if you can't do that, I know money's tight. You can always leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That's really helping out the podcast. I think that's all I need to say. Enjoy this episode. First one back for 2020. Very excited to have Andrew Falcus from the band McCluskey, one of my favorite bands, uh, coming in and joining us. And so you can even hear how nervous I am at the very start. So that's always fun to have. And also the other three are heaps of fun to hang out with. Anyway, enough from me. Here's the episode. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and 2020, for my namesake, already off to a big start, okay? So I share my name with a UK footballer. His name's Josh Earl, Jess. It's great. <laughs> and he was playing for the Bolton Wanderers. The Bolton Wanderers. The Bolton Wanderers, who are <laughs> bottom of the table in the third tier of their English, like the League One, it's called. He's now been traded to Fleetwood Town FC mm. in the same league. They're now seventh on the table. So it's a real rags to paying off your credit card story. It's not quite riches, but it's doing nothing. Jess is pointing to herself going Fleetwood, as in like like your favourite band, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Is it owned by Mick Fleetwood, though? Was that a cocaine purchase? Back I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a first-timer to the podcast, but by all accounts, 
is also the only person on the internet with his name. Can you please welcome all the way from the UK, from bands McCluskey, Future Left and Christian Fitness, it is Andrew Falkers. Yay! Why, thank you. Hello. So you're the only Falkers, Andrew Falkers, in, on the entire internet. That's right. You're totally, totally unique. <laughs> Which makes it so much easier to Google yourself. Thank you. Yeah. We do anything to do with you. It's just straight away. Another Great. thank you. Also joining us is someone who appears to share her name with every fifth woman on the internet, uh, a name so common that as a teenager, whenever she had to give her name to the police, they would never believe her. Can you please welcome from Triple R's Breakfasters, it's Sarah Smith. Yay. It's a true story. Yeah. That's a lot. How many times do you have to give your name to the police <laughs> that it becomes a recurring thing that they don't believe you? I know. It makes me sound really badass. I was just a girl that went to a Catholic or girls' school and was oh. trying to be bad and would loiter a lot and get drunk <laughs> at the back of McDonald's close to my house and the police had come along and because we weren't that bad would go we're just going to take your names and whenever I'd say my name's Sarah Smith they'd give me a hard time so I just started making up ridiculous (laughs) names and they believed me (laughs) (laughs) our next guest is also the only person on the internet with his name but if you google him you can discover that last year he was trying to sell two tickets to the band Crywank. I, yeah, I really need to get rid of those tickets. <laughs> did you did you get rid of them? I did get rid of them. You can you please welcome from Sands Pants Radio, Joel Dusha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it was dumb. Bought tickets to a show I knew I couldn't attend. Don't know why I did it. Lost money on those tickets. It's a band called Crywank. Yeah, they're from the UK. Can you describe what they sound like? Uh, they're like a folk band. Is it kind of SoundCloud emo rap? No, it's like... They're like a, I think they call themselves an anti-folk band, which is the worst genre in the world. But how can you be anti-folk? I great question. Any, they've broken up now. This was their last tour, so it was only last year. Yeah, I know. What uh, happened on the tour? Uh, so apparently, being in a really <laughs> sad and angsty band really takes a mental toll on you. Yeah, and they were maybe, like, we maybe c- it was those two tickets. <laughs> 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 the only two tickets that they'd sold, <laughs> two is cancelled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were just like we. People keep saying, please keep playing shows, you're really important. And that's a lot, apparently. And they were like, we're calling it quits, which I respect. It's nothing yeah. worse than being wanted, is it? Yeah, I know. It must <laughs> suck. <laughs> and finally, is a woman who shares her name with a Baltimore communications consultant and branding pacer, according to her LinkedIn profile. Can you please welcome us, Jess McGuire? Yeah. So she's risen up the ranks, has yeah. she? <laughs> she's added branding pacer to us. <laughs> I've got my own old softball, Jess McGuire. How's she doing? She's doing well in college. I think she took a year off, but she's come back on the mentions. And there's one that does some fashion in the UK, but she has a Dudley in high Yes, I saw that. Yeah, I don't, yep. I don't appreciate that. I think she married into the name and therefore she hasn't earned it. There's also <laughs> one in Adelaide who has gone back to university. I don't know if you know this one. So she worked in the hospital in Adelaide and now she's gone to university. I didn't know that. There is one in America that keeps putting my email address up for everything that she buys and she just joined Etsy and she keeps making the most infuriating purchases. It's bananas. Does she yeah. know she's doing it? Is it I, intentional? I just feel it must be at this point. Oh, I love that. Does she, then, do, does she do journaling? Does she do? <laughs> not, not yet, but when she gets a live journal account or something like that, it'll be very upsetting. All right. Our first game today is called Social Me, Me Media. In this round, I'll read out social media posts from one of you four and if you think you know who wrote it, Buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. Point to the person who actually wrote the tweet if you're incorrect. So you can't buzz in for your own. Poker face is on. Here we go. First I one. Don't understand. Andy, yeah. but, but no, please I know. Don't, don't tell me. Well, also, because the microphone's <laughs> in front of my mouth, so you can't even lip read as well. Mm. So I, know. I feel like you should tell people Andy's jet lagged. Yeah, Andy's just arrived two days ago from yeah. the UK. So well, he doesn't understand anything. <laughs> and he also flew with a, a. Oh, you've got a child as well. So I didn't fly with the child. No. no the child flew. 
without me. <laughs> but with another person who is, in theory, an adult. Yeah. All right, our first one is this one. I can't believe people still pay money to see the Sistine Chapel. Do you know how easy it is to see drawings of dicks for free? Art sucks. Jess. Oh, I heard, I heard Sarah first. Andy. No, that's oh. Joel here. Point there for Joel. You'll quickly find Joel's brand. Well, yeah. Fuck your point and you fucked my point. Were you going to say, were you going to say, Joel? I've never done this with you before and I'm already feeling the vibe. Sarah's just understood. We've, we've always been such lovely friends, but right now she's understood my competitive side. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm never, I'm going to be, no, I'm not going to be mad You're at you. You're squeezing my hand. It's a little bit aggressive. It's the knife at the crotch that I've been worried about. Have you been to the Sistine Chapel? No. Yeah. I mean, look. It doesn't. Does it particularly interest me? Not really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, you've seen. Well, you've seen one painting. You've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll happily say that. Send them to at Joel Dusha. Okay. <laughs> so, question two. I genuinely think that within my lifetime, we'll see people going to jail for the crime of wearing your own band's T-shirt on stage. And yes. I'll be honest. I find that even scarier than the Smashing Pumpkins. Well, you. You're going to buzz you, in, Jess. You. Can't back out of that. Who, who do you think? Roger Taylor from Queen. <laughs> like, I'm just so scared I'm going to get your name wrong all of a second because I feel I get feel wrong, like contact jet lag. So I'm torn between wanting the point. Starts with an A. I'll give you. I was going to say An Andrew. Yes, you were yeah, right. Yes. I knew it. I was going. had it tattooed. And that's also fan. who wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> I called you. I call you Andy. Is that you? Not you? Just, just Andrew what, now. Whatever. Oh, yeah. okay. Go, go for it. Do you want to be overly familiar? But now no, here we are. Were no, you an Andy? And did you graduate to an Andrew? Uh, I, I was an Andrew for years, and then when I went to university, I was told quite emphatically that I wasn't an Andrew, I was an Andy. And then I, then I uh, gained another nickname, uh, which is Falco, based on my surname, Falcus, which I didn't like for years, but then everybody started calling me that. So mm. anyway, that story's gone on far too long. <laughs> <laughs> Do continue. But, but if we call you Andy or Andrew today, you're not, you're not going to get offended. Everything's fine. Right. Falco also fine? It's fine, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a little confusing. Are the Smashing Pumpkins fine? Let's talk about this. Let's not even have that. <laughs> All right, question three. To the tune of Fleetwood Mac's Go Your Own Way, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yes, Sarah. I know this is Jess McGuire. You are correct, yes, that is <laughs> Jess McGuire. Context for everything. Recently. Yeah. This is a very recent tweet. I saw it and I liked it a lot. Mm. So you, what were you tweeting? You were tweeting something that people were tweeting back at you? No, I, I, Laura Tingle, the ABC yes. political journalist, had done a rare, as she says, Such editorial engagement. Name. Yeah, and she said, someone said to her, it's a shame that you, the lack of balance in your fire broadcast. And she said, how would you like me to provide a balance to say there's only 4.5 million hectares on, on fire? She said, rare editorial engagement, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and so then I tweeted and said, if you meet a climate change denialist and you tell them to go and fuck themselves, that's called tingling in 2020. And then, of course, I got a rush of them coming to me and they just wouldn't stop trying to debate, but I just came up with many different ways to say go fuck yourself and that was one of them. Yeah, it's Good stuff. Thanks. Scans, scans well. Thanks so much. <laughs> Question so four. It's funnier when you explain it. Yeah. <laughs> Question four. Explain it again. <laughs> there were some other ones I think you might have enjoyed too, Andrew. Maybe they'll come up. <laughs> Used to flat share with a couple who regularly did extreme toilet in front of each other, often when the non-dumper, I assume, was in the bath. Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Joel. No, that is Andy there. Oh, Point for Andrew. Yes. <laughs> This was a follow-up with you just saying, do you, want to, do you know what you said after this? I have no idea. You tweeted, no. I, in honesty, I just wanted to write extreme toilet. <laughs> <laughs> can you explain, can you elaborate? 
Well, going, you know, going to the toilet with your other half of whatever a relationship is in the in the bathroom. So, and did yeah. you ever comment on it? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's demented behavior. Yeah. I mean, why would you? Well, extreme toilet would be would be having a shit. I would suppose, yeah. you know, as opposed to standard toileting, which would be <laughs> the other processes that you may or may not engage in. So, because yeah, then if they're was, in the shower as well. Like, we did, well, we didn't yeah. have it. We didn't oh, have a okay. shower. There was just a bath, and uh, oh. so they'd be sitting in the bath watching. No, I think what happened is one lunch. of them would be in the in the bath, yeah. and the other person would go. Fibrous incident. <laughs> I need to, you know, I need to classic again. You know, that's what everyone yeah. says, surely. And they would go, "That's okay. I'm in the bath, but why don't you take a shit and?" I'll just keep being in the bath, whereas... <laughs> Making powerful eye contact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, a, or, or certainly nose contact, you know? I mean, for me, I I definitely wait for the other person to have left the bath before. <laughs> Are that couple still together is the ultimate question. The, very much not. Well, yeah. uh, there you go. I think we've all learned something. They're being though. crazy with other people, right? Yeah, the, so, probably for the best. Yeah. Unless the craziness with other people also includes extreme toileting, then... Maybe they should be single and mm. far away from other people. I have no information. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. If a Tool album is finally released but there is no faster ladder to report it, did it even make Jess. a sound? Jess. Yes, <laughs> Jess. I'm going to say Sarah. You are correct, yes. Uh, That's a very yes. fucking niche tweet you've chosen mm. for me. Mm. Mm. He loves right. that. I have, so. <laughs> I have a tweet about a tool, the Tool album as well. Hey, and when may, that maybe started, come down. Maybe come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it might come up. Yeah. Who oh, knows? Oh, you've blown oh. it. Josh has ten but, special questions. But I know, but I know there are other people in this room who do not like the band Tool either. Yeah, almost, I'm being, would, I'm being one of them. There's also a chance that all of us don't. Yeah, does anyone like Any Tool? Tool fans? If yes. you want to get your soul. <laughs> Listen, I was a teen in the nineties yeah, with exactly. a drop D guitar. Yeah. I will not be judged. That is who Italians like Tool. Ah, oh. I was in uh, Pescara once, and they had a f- big football stadium, and I said, "What happens there?" And the guy said, "Tool are playing there next week." And I'm like. <laughs> Fucking tool. I have no idea. There was one guy in college who always had half a haircut, you know, like this side, <laughs> like the, the northern hemisphere of his hair. And he was into tool mm. and good on him, you know. But um, I, I didn't know people liked one of those bands, you know, where it turns out millions of people yeah. like them, but you never meet them. They come out of the drains at night. In, Bur- in Bernie in the 90s, they were a very big band. People would, might, like, progress from Metallica into Tool. Yeah. Progress from yeah. Metallica. <laughs> the Tool, thinking man's, thinking man's Metallica. Tool yeah. and, and, the, and the band Vast. I don't remember Vast. Oh, Vast. I was just thinking about them the other day for no reason. Oh, what? what was Who? that? They Who had one Vast? song. Vast. And it's complete soundtrack Vast. to, like, some kind of Channel 10 supernatural drama or something. Cruel Intentions or some film like that mm. I think they were on. No, it's not on that soundtrack. No, no, no. I can oh. absolutely Sorry. <laughs> I need to. I need you to find this. I, I need you to try and remember Vast. The Vast. Me. It was V. It was like it's. It was an acronym. So V. Uh, a. Dot S. Yeah, a wasn't the anarchy. It was no. It was video. It was visual audio <laughs> sensory whatever. Yeah. It was some depredation. Te- yeah. Oh great. Um, them and the Tea Party were very big in my first uh, year of uni, and I was like, going, me of my first I'm not sure. Boyfriend. I'm but I was like, it was live in boyfriend. <laughs> this was '99. I'm like, I'm not sure I can uh, if music's for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I had one that used to play it on guitar constantly, but not 
well, like not be able to finish the songs. So it'd be the beginnings of tea party songs, and then you'd try and figure it out again and again. So I date women now. <laughs> <laughs> good, good on you. And I have the same problem with Arnie DeFranco songs now. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. None of that happened. All right. Speaking of Tool, I wonder who this could be. The new Tool song has confirmed my long held theory that Tool are just red hot chili peppers for fucking nerds. <laughs> Who's going to do it? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. I'll take a cheap, a cheap point when I can get one, Joel. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Sarah. Yes. 100% agree. Well, I yeah. think we've all spoken about Tool. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> for the record, Red Chili Peppers also garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I know that that is also a very controversial opinion in 2020, but... <laughs> no, no. Because <no. laughs> <laughs> on a live album, you uh, talk about Tool on the live album, mm-hmm. The Future of the Left. Yeah, because there was a guy uh, down the front ch- shouting stuff um, and he was wearing a Tool t-shirt, which was just... Manna from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Walk out on stage, you're like, well, banter's going to be easy today. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, you know, it's, it's mocking the afflicted in a way, but, but it was also mocking the afflicted. So, yeah. you see, <laughs> see, which, in, but, you know, in a different tone of voice, it was, oh, it was amazing. Oh, so well, you actually fun. said Tool are like uh, hippies dressed like the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. It, well, hippies pretending they're punks, you know, yeah. dressing in a certain way, pretending it's not all just, you know, body shop shit you know <laughs> just talking for ages as well about nothing you know, brilliant that's this podcast okay question seven in the virgin lounge for only the second time in my life and just had a fairly substantial back and forth with a man sitting next to me who as it turns out was talking to someone in his bluetooth earpiece so things are going very smoothly joel yes joel Yes. No, that was Sarah. Another point there for Sarah. Yeah. Look, I'm successful enough to be in the Virgin Lounge. I'm not a community radio breakfast host anymore, Joel. <laughs> Second time in my life ever. What's a fucking lounge? <laughs> so the, the Virgin Lounge. It does sound weird if you don't know what it is. I do know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Was, you, you work in was, rock and roll. Was, You'd be aware. You finish tra- the gig, was, you go back. I was trying to pretend to be working class. What a fail. It won't happen again. <laughs> Question eight. I can't believe loving The Last Jedi is considered a hot take. Yes. You want a real hot take? People should face the other way when they shit. Reverse cowgirl that toilet. There's my hot take. Fuck you. Yes, Jess. I'm torn because at first (laughs) the Jedi thing, I was like, I feel like it's going to be Joel. But then we got to extreme toilet action (laughs) and I was very tempted to say, I'm going to still stick with Joel. You are correct. It was still Joel, yes. My Twitter's pretty angry. <laughs> and in real life, you're so you're, Yeah, I'm so nice. calm and relaxed. Yeah. Unless you're red or chili peppers at all, apparently. <laughs> but is, is liking the... I don't, see, I don't, I I don't follow it. that yeah. world at it's, all. Uh, there was a whole thing online where The Last Jedi, so the previous Star Wars film, it felt like a movie and yeah. it wasn't just things happening yeah. and people didn't like that. People aren't going to like this either, so... Uh, you look. Do you yeah. know where to find me on Twitter? I, t- I took my mum to The Last Jedi. Mm. We went with my nephew and then we watched the whole thing. And at the end we said, how would you enjoy it? She was good. I've never seen a Star Wars. And I just <laughs> looked at her and I was like, why did you agree to come? Like there's so much that you would not have understood. And she was like so affable about it. Yeah. Anyway, all those white males on the internet should take a leaf out of my mum's book. Just <laughs> yeah. relax. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> What, generally take a leaf out of your mouth? She's a very placid woman. She's living yeah. her best life. She's on the beach. Yeah. Does she, does she like pesto? <laughs> does she like pesto? Yeah. I think she would. She well, would. all those white males should definitely take a leaf out of your <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. I guess it's how it always suspected Sam Newman would go. Doing what he loved best, furiously masturbating himself to death or being on the wrong side of history. Sarah. Yes, Sarah. 
Jess? You are correct. Another point there for Sarah. Doing very well. As long well. as I was like Sam Newman, furiously masturbating Joel. <laughs> 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 anyway. you, do, do you know Sam Newman at no. all? No. Oh, what a life you've lived. <laughs> <laughs> He's a former football player that somehow still has a platform. But there was a. I mean, that platform being Twitter, to yeah. be fair, that's the only yeah. platform he still yeah, has. He got taken off a lot. But there was a news article, but they blurred out it said Sam Newman rips. And then P dash 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 S over fires. And it looked like it said he'd ripped his own penis off. <laughs> <laughs> and I took full advantage. <laughs> He's kind of like Jeremy Clarkson. Australia's oh, yeah. Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, yes. But, oh, with, yeah. but with a footballing background and so having f- that confidence of having a. Right. A so, tr- like a, a, a jock. Yep. Extra fuckwit. Yeah. Mm. Right, okay. Yeah. There was a German kid sat next to me. Well, I say kid, probably in his 20s, so relatively a kid, <laughs> sat next to me on the plane who was watching uh, Top Gear on his iPad in uh, German subtitles. That's just all that technology and all that effort going into, <laughs> going into you know, being racist in a car. <laughs> quite, quite astonishing. And our last question for the round. If I bump into you in the next few weeks and the guy who said on Channel 7 News, are you from the media or tell our Prime Minister to get fucked and that isn't your phone screensaver, we are no longer friends. Joel. Yes, Joel. Yes. No, oh, it was, was Sarah. You thought I was playing the game. Yeah. Do you know what's hard, tw- hard about that? Is It's a visual tweet. I know. So it's actually a picture of the guy. I don't I don't write out the guy who was in the three <laughs> yeah. who pulled up and said you're a fuckwit, but thank you. Yeah, I thought it's a good a good reason to raise it. It's just yeah. great. So it was a footage that recently came up um, in the middle of the fires that are happening. And this fiery CFA volunteer comes roaring around a corner in a fire truck and pulls up in front of a camera and goes, "Are you guys from the media?" And they go, "You don't hear the response." And he goes, "Quote: Is it go tell the prime minister yeah, to get the, get fucked to get fucked just yeah. straight up to get <laughs> fucked? Go tell the prime minister to get fucked and then speeds off into the distance." And that was it. But the great thing about the media is they showed that. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they kind of did. Yeah. They did what he asked. Yeah. Because when he when he first pulled up, I'm thinking, oh, they're going. He's going to say, "Get out of here. Yeah. You're in the way." But it was like, no, no, I want you to do your job, <laughs> which is there is oh, a bit of a kind of slow cut that happens between him saying that and then them and then him actually going tell him to get fucked. And I wonder whether they were like, oh, maybe you're going to bag us out. Yeah. Or who are you going to? Yeah. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Andrew, you're on one point. You're off the mark. Well done. Joel, you're on two points. Thank you. Jess is also on two points. Been in the lead on five points. It's Sarah Smith. Five. I'm just taking some cheap points. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, now this round is the second round, and I've called it today the second round. Wow. Today we're going to be talking about Joel Dusha. Now, Joel was driving home one night. Everyone looked at me, and it was very intense. (laughs) At about 2 a.m. When he was stopped at the lights. Where else did you expect us to look? Yeah. <laughs> that is a great question that I do not have the answer to. <laughs> but what happened next when Joel was stopped at the lights at 2am that he will never forget? Was it A, a teenager walked in front of his car, pulled out a can of spray paint and painted a cock and balls on the bonnet of his car? As, as he was in the car? Yes, yeah. as Joel was in the car. Like watching bang, the Sistine bang. Chapel getting yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason I hate art. <laughs> <laughs> Was it B, a man man in his 40s got into Joel's car and told him a taxi had just kicked him out and told Joel to drive home. Joel did it because he was too scared to decline. Who's home? His his home, not my home. Not like, I hate taxis, I'm coming home with you. Or was it C, two cats were fucking in the middle of the road. 
After much honking to get them to move, a man in another car got out to shoo them away. Both cats turned and attacked the man, and Joel regrets that he didn't film it. Now, one of these is real. You have to ask him as many questions as you can to try and get the, the truth out of Joel. But bear in mind, if you get it wrong, he gets your point. So he mm. might want you to get it wrong. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. What colour was the cock and balls? Uh, it was like a black, like uh, just like a black spray paint. Uh, my car is silver. So it stood out quite substantially. Too much information. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. And straight, straight yeah. away with it. Straight away. <laughs> Poignant eye contact like for the bit that he knew was yeah. true, which is the colour of his car. Then added a bit in. Yeah. You'd be no good on it. Yeah. <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> Let's talk about the the cats. Um, Do you know that when a cat withdraws from another cat, it has like spikes on its penis Mm -hmm. and it's very painful. Can you remember the screams? Can you imitate them? (laughs) I don't remember the screams. I was in my car. So I think I just heard like cat noises. But, yes, that was part of the reason why I suspect they attacked. Yeah. It was uh, unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was ducks. Dogs do it, can sometimes do it as well. No, ducks. Yeah. Ducks. Ducks Ducks Ducks. as well. And dogs. And dogs dogs and cats have spiky penises. Uh, I think ducks have like a spiky penis. It's like a knot that happens when they. It's bad. Animals having sex is no good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Andrew. Can I ask for my own purposes? And this isn't really anything to do with the game. You were wearing a seatbelt. I was absolutely wearing a seatbelt. Yes. Every every single scenario strapped in. That's very good. We Um, can continue this conversation. (laughs) Describe the man. Uh, So he was wearing a full. Look at me when you do it. Stand up and just describe ima- the man. Okay, Jess. Imagine Jess is in the bath. You need yep. to go to the toilet. Look her in the eye. <laughs> this has taken a turn where neither of us are making eye contact now. I'm so sorry that this is happening. Uh, he was, he she, was, she. Oh, oh, that's interesting. He, he. Yeah, right. He was wearing a full tracksuit. Uh, it was black, like three straps, like an Adidas tracksuit. Yeah. It was a like an alarm going off the moment that I saw him and the moment when he started walking to my car, I wound down the window and he just opened the door. Yeah, I can see the mistake that you made. Mm. <laughs> Walking the door would yeah, have been... Yeah, and the, not winding down the wind. Yeah. But he well, could have needed help. You're a bit of yeah. a good Samaritan, are you, Joel? Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a hero, but if someone else <laughs> wants to. When was it? What time of the night was it? It was like 2 a.m. It was 2 a.m. And where was it? Where, where exactly in the world? Uh, it, was, in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was in Melbourne. It was in Essendon. Essendon. Oh, Keelor. It was near Keelor Road. Keelor. Keylaw's making the track pants comment. It's a lot more <laughs> realistic track pants so in the middle of the you, night. So did you drive him home? Yeah, I did. Where did he live? And how much did he tip? <laughs> he didn't tip me at all. What a wanker. Um, he lived in Apple West. Was he, were you scared of him? And did he know that he wielded that power over you? And uh, that's why he got a free trip? I tried to... Negotiate a price? No, I tried to just be chill. Because I was like, if I look scared, then I'm in trouble. Yeah. The only thing I did was pocket my phone, which had been sitting, like plugged into my stereo. I just mm. like put that in my pocket because I figured that that would be an easy thing for him to take. When did he reveal that he was your father? <laughs> <laughs> was, like halfway through the trip, I was like, oh my God, Dad, I'm so sorry. Great tracksuit, though. Were you listening to music in the car together or was there, was there conversation? Uh, there was conversation. I had been listening to music, but when I unplugged my phone. Was it Tool? It wasn't Tool. It was... Um, was it Crywank? It wasn't Crywank either. <laughs> I actually, oh, do I, oh. I can't remember what it was. Are you going to say it was Andrew's band? It wasn't Andrew's band. Oh, I, thought, I thought that you, you hesitated going, oh, do I say this? No, it was, I think it was a Melbourne band called Dribble. Okay. Mm. Okay. It's a lot of information for one story. You like bands that are very 
like badly named. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to your show, so <laughs> yeah, bad, badly, badly named. Yeah, there you <clears> go. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I want to go back to the cats, but I don't know how much more I can ask about cats, cats having sex. Mm. Do you know what they, what color, like what color they were? One of them was like a... looking at them. Orange. Look cat. at her. Look at her when you answer. <laughs> I don't know it's... if I want him to look at me when he's talking about cats having sex. Uh, one of them was like a dark cat, like black and white, and the other one was like an orangey kind of color. Oh, yeah, got oh, that from a detail. book of cats. Yeah. Yeah, see... Seen any movies lately? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess one. <laughs> and uh, exactly, musical. were these cats the size of the cats in Cats the Musical because somehow you couldn't drive around them as they just quietly fucked on their own? Cats, cats do not fuck quietly fuck. Okay, yes. but they're yeah. also like not the size that can block a whole lane. No, but you don't. They were like kind cats. of in the middle, so there was oh, where yeah. it was. <laughs> okay. no, sounds, I would good. be terrible under police investigation <laughs> by the sounds of this. Um, so I watched a lot of cop a bit of a sweat. Yeah, it's mm. very nervous. Yeah. Jess is intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was in like a, I was in a turning lane, and the cats were kind of like bang in the middle of the turning lane. I just don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> the turning lane was a good answer to like get out of what I'd been yeah, saying, yeah. but I think you cooked it. Really? Because I'm, I no. believe in the cats more than anything. You believe that the cat I started to believe fucking the in the turning thing. lane. I just well, feel like. Well, because it's near the gutter, I guess they probably started on the nature strip. I don't well, know. And fuck the wind. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was 2 a.m. That's a hell of a backstory. <laughs> oh, my word. This podcast the, the, is happening, the, the, Andrew. The, <laughs> the tectonic plates of fuck. No, I don't like it. No. no. It was bad. Where was the other car positioned? Was it behind you in the turning lane? Uh, yeah. Oh, think quick. <laughs> uh. Yes, it was. Yeah, was it? Me. Is that yeah. that story? So the guy got out, got, got the out car behind you, mm. walked in front of your car, yes. and you were just beeping, and he was like, "I'm going to sort I this out." I think he originally like got out of the car to see what I was beeping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, be like, I missed the start. The guy joined in. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled up to like cats fucking, but at a traffic light, which was turning. You shouldn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Started honking, being like, look, they'll get scared. And then after a moment, I realized they wouldn't. But then a car had pulled up behind me, I yeah. think, because I was just sitting there beeping. I don't know if the guy was checking on me or to see what I was beeping. Why were you turning left or right? I was turning left. <laughs> well, that's obviously a lie. <laughs> <laughs> do people know what they're going to lock in? Do people have... I do. Okay, what, okay well, we'll lock we've, it in. Com- we've completely forgotten the graffiti yeah. bit. That was yeah. the least oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. the graffiti, not the, interesting. I mean, we established <laughs> that it was black. And yeah. I think that, like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. You were a bit too quick with the old, oh, well, the spray was black, man. <laughs> well, when, yeah. when someone graffitis a cock and ball on your cars, it kind of gets stuck in your brain. It doesn't like two cats fucking, eh? Like yeah. two cats fucking. What color is your car? My car is silver. Oh, okay, just double checking. <laughs> okay, Sarah, what do you think? You think A, B, or C? I'm, so, I'm going with the cats. You think cats fucking C, cats. Jess, what do you think? This is the scariest one because I feel like I'm going to be in trouble if you get it wrong for yeah. some reason. And you will because I, I don't want to lose that point. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to go with the graffiti. You're going to look in A. Okay. Yoda's going with the graffiti. A, yeah. <laughs> small aneurysm, but I'm fine. I came through it thanks to the yeah. concern. Andy, what do you think? A, B or C? I think it's most likely to be the graffiti, but I'll be very fucking disappointed if it is. Mm. Mm. So I'm going to go for 
I'm going to go for your dad getting in. Because <laughs> I, wa- I wanted to be that because we all need, we all need a father. <laughs> well, the correct answer is B. A four-year-old guy got in his car. So a point for Andy. Two points for Joel. So, God, that is terrifying. Oh, yeah, terrifying. There's more to the story. way worse. Lock your fucking door, mate. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. something that has been yelled at me ever since that happened. Uh, so he did try and tip me with meth. I knew uh, meth would come into it. <laughs> it was either meth or the offer of a blowjob. I yeah, just watched not the movie a huge where that stretch, happened. Though, is it? Yeah, <laughs> no, getting in your not. car. The meth, dare I say, lies at the root of all, <laughs> yeah. all of those actions. So I, when I, so when I was driving, like I was like, when he got in the car, he was like, "You need to take me home." Like taxis are fucked, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, "Ah, uh, look, I." He the moment when he sat down, he put on his seatbelt straight away. So I was like, I've lost this straight away. So I was like, Where do you live? Well, at least he was safe. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Well, the meth guy puts on his seatbelt literally straight away. He's more safety conscious than my wife. So yeah. There we go. Um, and I was like, Because the moment the seatbelt was on, I was like, I can't. There's no way of me getting him out of the car. I'm better off just to be like. Like where? Okay, where are you going? And he was like, Airport West. And How I was long like, That's, did it take? It was about a fifteen-minute drive. Fifteen minutes too long. Yeah, and he tried to get me to stop at a different place so he could go in and pick something up. And I was like, Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, um, but I had to rely on him directing me to his house. So I was like, I just don't know what is about to happen. We pulled up. You should have asked your dispatcher. Yeah. <laughs> he would have told you. Andy would have. He would have. You know, tallied the other the other pickups so to make sure that it didn't waste your time. Um, and yeah, when we pulled up to his place, he's like, "Thank you so much for that." Um, it's like I got to give you something. He's like, "I don't know if you know this, but I've got the best shard in Melbourne." And I was like, "Ah, no, it's it's fine." And rather than him being like, "Ah, he doesn't want anything." He took my response like I didn't believe that it was in fact the best quality meth I could get. So he then kind of tried to argue his case for why a, I should take. It is a competitive take... world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Branding <laughs> is everything. <laughs> I've seen Breaking Bad. I know what's going on. But yeah, and then I had like another 10-minute conversation where he then tried to offer me other substances and I was like, "Look, I just it's fine just." And this was a good Friday as well. So I was like, "It's fine, just go have a good Easter." Oh, nothing oh. worse. <laughs> Oh my! Maybe the it death was death of our Lord Jesus. Yeah, I know. Maybe it was a test from Jesus. Yeah. Hey, you passed. Passed. going to heaven. You didn't, well done. you didn't have any red meat. Well done. You passed. Okay, so <laughs> the end of the round. The scores are Andrew on two points, Jess on two points, Joel now on four points, and still on five points. And Sarah Smith. Yeah. All right. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point if you guess correctly. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So you ask them as many questions as you can. Try and get the truth. They want you to get it wrong so they get your point. So to Joel now. Mm-hmm. Andy. Hi. Andy Hello. once missed out on a job because they had Googled him beforehand and came across his band and in particular his lyrics. In the interview, he had to defend why saying all of your friends are cunts, your mother is a ballpoint pen thief, is funny. <laughs> yeah or nah? Ask him as many questions as you want. God, I hope that's real. I want it to be real so bad. That's not a question. <laughs> <clears throat> what job were you going for? Uh, a circus position, you know, an admin for a circus. Admin for a circus. Yeah. <laughs> Have you worked previously in a circus admin role? They don't have many uh, vacancies. <laughs> yeah, that's... Mm. Um, did you end up successfully defending the song lyrics? No, I did not. So was the job application unsuccessful? It went to somebody with more circus admin experience. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to say no. You are incorrect. This is actually a true story. A point there for Andrew, yeah. That's sick. It's admin. I want to hear all about it. That was a lie. Oh, <laughs> oh that was clever. You peppered a true story with lies. That's oh, how you yeah. do it. Uh, wow. What was the job for? Just an office temp thing. Yeah, they, they Googled my name. Because as you said at the beginning of the, the podcast, I have a very easily Googleable name. And she read read my lyrics back to me. They had a little file on me. <laughs> and what did you say? How did you respond? Well, at first I didn't respond really because I was so... I didn't think my profile, if it could be laughably called that, was big enough to, to warrant Googling for a £9 an hour job. But it turns, <laughs> out, it turns out it absolutely fucking does when you're very, very lonely. She was obviously a very lonely person and that, <laughs> and that helped me a lot through the next six weeks of, of poverty. Was it, a, was it a power thing for her? Just to, cause if, Absolutely. Yeah. Why would they bring you into the interview if they knew that... At that point, yeah, yeah. for what was a temporary position. Yeah. I, I really can't say, you know. It was just... It was quite astonishing. Actually, because I, I wrote... A, a, I did a thing about it and there's... I told a little lie at the end of that piece because the actual... The actual end where I stole her pen was was too perfect and yep. it wouldn't have been believable. <laughs> um, you stole yeah. her pen at the end of that. I stole yeah, her ballpoint pen. Your mother yeah. is a ballpoint pen thief. I stole that was pen. the lyric that she quoted <laughs> back at him. Yeah. Just, oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah. That rolls. I'm, yeah. Look, I'm sorry you didn't get that job. I hope that you've found other jobs in the future, but... That's a great story. The, the money, the money I lost has been made up through the the value I've got from that anecdote. Over the years. So <laughs> I am absolutely fine now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to Andrew at the twenty oh six Big Day Out mm-hmm. Festival in Australia, Sarah was front row for the Stooges set and had been waiting at the barrier for hours. She was so excited when Iggy came on stage, but within thirty seconds, a guy came crashing down on top of her head broke her nose and busted her eardrum. The security pulled her over the barrier and made her go to the St. John's ambulance tent, meaning Sarah sat through an entire wolf mother set to watch the Stooges for less than a minute. (laughs) Yeah or nah? Well, can I just say that? You can ask as many. Conceptually, that's just awful. (laughs) Even having to hear hear those words, even to experience that as a potential fiction is really quite awful, and I hope you're okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're concerned. Okay, so now I need to ask, now I need to somehow delve into that horror to find out if it was true. Okay, um, so you were right at the front. Yeah, yes, right, right on the edge. You pushed against the barrier. Yeah, okay. right at the front. Well, that's, that's unwise generally. But, mm. And so the person who crashed down upon you, was that, was that Iggy Pop? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That would be such a better story if it was yeah, Iggy Pop. It no. was Iggy Pop. Was, was the guy wearing a shirt at least? Uh, the guy was wearing an open shirt. Um, what the hell is that? Like a, a shirt that he'd undone and had open. Oh. Not done his buttons up. No, he had not done his buttons up. I just don't even know what that means. That's, yeah. uh, that's, just, that's just crazy. Really. Yeah. Either one wears or does not wear clothes, surely. No. Yeah. Very unique to Australia. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I want to return to Wolf Mother because I feel as if that's... You're the first person to say that in a long time. <laughs> not even bandmates are saying that. Really, that's that's the centre of of all things, really, but certainly this this story. Um, during, was the horror you felt during Wolf Mother worse than the horror of the, the physical injuries and missing the Stooges? Um, well, I'd burst an eardrum, so it yeah. was like Wolf Mother at half 
Uh, so it wasn't as bad as the right. pain I was feeling in my nose at the time, but right. certainly it made it a lot worse. Right. Yeah. Was that was that a lot of blood? Uh, not a huge amount. At first there was, but then it clogged quite fast. Returning once more to Wolf Mother. Oh. Um, no, no, of course not. Of course not. Um, I, I really, I really don't know because it all sounds totally realistic to me. Um, I've had, I had um, a an earring ripped out by a crowd surfer's lace while watching a band called Whale, if you remember them, mm. um, at the Reading Festival in '98. So because I because I make everything about me in the end, I'm going to say that it's true. <laughs> you are incorrect. This is not true, but based on a fair bit of truth there. So a point there for Sarah. Is it because there is, Iggy, there Iggy, is... they didn't play in 2006? No, they no, did. They did. They did. They did. They did. It's half true. I was at the front and I'd waited for hours and Iggy came on stage and we, he, you know, he invites everyone on stage and everyone gets on with him. I'm waiting for that. I got pushed over onto the stage. Then a security guard grabbed me around the neck, pulled me off. That really hurt. Eventually Iggy kind of got down with me in the photo pit. Then I got back in the crowd, eardrum burst because I was right next to the st- speaker stacks and I'd stood next to before them was, I want to say the killers. Someone was on beforehand or Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand, Franz Ferdinand played Ferdinand. that year. It was yeah. Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. And, I'd be, and I'd, been, I'd had to go, get through their set. So I'd had uh, my ears blasted by Franz Ferdinand and then the Stooges came on re-blasted. So my eardrum did break. And then I was so kind of like all over the place that my brother and friends had to carry me out of the pit to a Spanish donut van that a friend of a, a, yeah, that a friend of a friend of ours owned that was at the festival, and they took me to the Spanish donut van and lay me down in front of it and got chocolate out of the van and just poured it into my mouth until I came to. So it's <laughs> none, not as... of that, none of that is first aid. That's yeah, amazing. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? And that's it? exactly how I'd want everyone yeah. to approach yeah. any kind of injury with me. Also, I don't know how any of it helped my ear, which is still to this day quite badly damaged. Well, they didn't pour it in your ear. That's yeah. where they went wrong. That's where they really went wrong. Was that also a year where Tall had learned a big day out? No, that was the year after. Uh, I, I was doing all the research mm. today, yeah. so it was yeah. White Stripes yeah, wrong. White stripes, yeah. and I remember Henry Rollins doing a speaking uh, in the boiler room at one stage. Yeah, he did. So, I, so I remember bizarre. hearing white stripes through one of my fucking ears at the Spanish Donuts thing going, oh, well. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Okay, so you get a point there, Sarah. Thanks. So oh, to great. Sarah now. Jess recently attended a 77th birthday in an aged care facility but couldn't stop laughing during the singing of the birthday song because she was imagining all of the aged care people fucking. <laughs> You've got to admit, it's, it's on brand. <laughs> I don't think you need to ask any questions. I know. <laughs> trying to drag it out, but uh, where was uh, whose birthday was it? It was my friend's mum. In it was in where was the aged care home? Mornington Peninsula. It was down at Shoreham. Oh, okay. That's and, fine. Um, <laughs> was it a big? It was seventy seventh. Did you say seventy seventh? Why seventy seventh birthday party? That's well, how old they were turning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, traditionally we celebrate. Very, it just seems a very innocuous year in a person's life. You've got to make your own fun when you visit that doing facility. It. Yeah. Okay. Like I've learnt one of the names on the doors of one of the residents, and I blame him for anything that goes wrong. <laughs> I've never laid eyes on the guy, but Do poor you... Jerry Fletcher. <laughs> uh, and well, there was an escapee. Had you, had you heard some stories about them doing it? Is that what led to you imagining this? Like what took you from just being at an old people's home and a birthday party to they're having sex? Well, okay, first, yeah, I'm lonely. I'm not afraid, <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. Um, no, I'd actually, I think I'd been reading like an article online. I've been house-sitting for a week on my own with two dogs, so I've just been doing a lot of reading via Twitter. So I'd somehow read this article about 
old people and sex. Yeah. You know, and just like how to make it work when you're older and, you know, like stuff you think about. I, I Like not necessarily sex with old people, but will I still be having sex when I'm old? I recently read that with dementia, what happens is because you lose that inhibition with it and so you get a, like you will say stuff that you probably were thinking but didn't say for many years. So if you're a horny person, that goes down and so you're just saying stuff that well, you wouldn't that normally say. Down. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say yeah. You are incorrect. It was a lie based on a fair bit of truth there. So no, I just said, I had seen on Twitter and it made me laugh. Someone said that anyone that leads the hip hip part of happy birthday is a top. Right, which you know in okay, gay lingo, yes, know, yeah. what a top is, and so it just so happened that the first place after reading that tweet that I heard "Happy Birthday" sung was at a seventy seventh birthday party with a lot of elderly people, and I just sort of like when the hip hip started, I was like, checks out. <laughs> like, and did they, Jerry Fletcher do the hip hip? He wasn't even invited. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bloody Jerry! Um, yeah, I wasn't imagining everyone having sex. I can't believe I was going along with that story. <laughs> <laughs> Believing myself to be a creep. I'm giving you the point, Jess. Well done. Okay, so to Jess. (laughs) Now, when Joel was on tour in the UK with his podcast, he was staying in listeners' spare rooms and couches. Oh, that sounds so dangerous. Well, Well, we've learnt that I'm not a clever man when it comes to my own safety. uh In Birmingham, Birmingham, he'd arranged to stay at a fan's house, only to turn up and realise that the guy had not cleared it with his wife. When they turned up, the wife went crazy and kicked the husband out. The guy said they could stay at their mum's, his mum's house, but when they turned up there, she greeted him at the door and said, you've got to go back to your wife's house. I've just got off the phone to her. But uh, Joel also went back as well. So Of course he did. Joel was sleeping. Always off to a second location, aren't you? Yeah, I, always, always looking for that after-after party. <laughs> so when they got back to the dude's house, Joel was sleeping on their couch while he heard two hours of intense arguing followed by the loudest and angriest five minutes of sex in existence. Joel left super early in the morning, leaving a note of apology and all the money that he had on him, which was £12. Yeah or nah? God, I mean, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't understand why... So, we got to, so you get kicked out by the wife who's furious. Go to the mother's place. The mother doesn't want you to stay there. So what happened was the fan hadn't spoken to his wife, who was not expecting a guest, especially a guest she had never met or had only vaguely heard recordings of. Was there something wrong with uh, the house when you you originally got there? Like, was she ashamed of something? Not really. I mean, it just looked like a house that people lived in, but I don't know if they were particularly tidy people and it wasn't up to (laughs) we're about to have guest standards. Because, look, I've been to houses where people have been like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, it's disgusting. I was being like... Mm. There's like two plates on the sink. It's fine. Mm. Mm. Forgot to wax the goat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know if it was something like that. And based on the screaming at each other, look, was that a happy household? I'm For not five even minutes. a judge. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, even then, it's five minutes, eh? But a podcast listener. <laughs> <laughs> Married as well. It was <laughs> They did it twice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, which city? Birmingham. Birmingham. Not familiar really with Birmingham. I like London. There's not a lot to do there. Yeah. Except for write podcasts <laughs> that you like to come and stay at your house. Um, okay. And then you left in the morning. They're mm-hmm. still asleep. You leave twelve pounds mm-hmm. there. I mean. There's so many problems with this story, but from everything that I've learned about you today, Joel, I 100% think that you would do it. But yeah. then is this a trap? It's <sighs> very hard to... Like, am I that poor of a judge of character? 
Well, yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is this a <laughs> If it helps, twelve pounds is a lot of money. Mm. It is. Three packs of bags or something over there. I mean, that, that would probably buy the house again. <laughs> um. What do you think, Jess? I'm going to say it's nah. You are correct. Oh, yes, it was nah. Point there for Jess. Play the game. And I won. Roll in the day. If you want support for this tour, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you let me know. I'm, I'm just going to smile. <laughs> what, just to come and answer questions? <laughs> no, make up theme songs. Oh, just like completely repressed it as it happened. That was sorry. like live repressing. <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. I, I don't have the rights to play it. A woman's voice. <laughs> All right, so uh, point there for Jess. So at the end of that round, the scores are Andrew, you're on three points. Joel, you're on four points. Jess is on four points. On the lead, on six points, it's Sarah Smith. Yes. Oh, that was so All right, here's our final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions all about you four. Mm-hmm. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You can't buzz in for your own. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it incorrect, you lose a point. Only round you can lose points. But don't let that stop you buzzing in. Question one. Not especially not you, Sarah. Yeah, buzzing heaps. <laughs> Who here is allergic to eggs? Who's allergic to eggs? Jess. Yes, Jess. Andrew. You are correct, yes. Point there, <laughs> Jess. Well, apparently I have an egg intolerance. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not allergic. But throwing up, when you're throwing up, you don't really care what the technicality no. is, <laughs> do you? What a tragedy. When did you find that out? It's, uh, two oh, years ago. Oh, you ate an egg? Oh, it's the yeah. first time you ate an egg you, was two years ago. No. 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 Oh. When, that's when it developed. <laughs> oh. It's quite, it's quite, it's relatively common. And oh. it's, it started on stage as well. Ooh. Were so, you eating eggs on stage? Of course I was. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen I, these bands? Yeah, I've seen my band. I, I, start, start, I start every show. I start every show with a well done steak and then I move on to the fucking eggs. No, uh, no, I, it was just before the show. I had some egg fried noodles, it turns out. And turns out that wasn't a good idea. Was it a, an electric show or did it just get canned? Uh, well, the show itself was fine apart from apart from the uh, the incident. Uh, but, I yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it mm-hmm. for a performance. Did you throw up on stage or did you excuse yourself? I threw up uh, before stage. Ah, okay. I shit myself on stage ah. and then I threw up after stage. It's got a regular oh. G.G. Allen in the <laughs> room. Like. What do you... What do you do when that happens? Did you did you get off what stage you, and change it, or do you just no, keep going? You just got to. You just got to. You know, it, it turns out that in that situation, <laughs> what you've got to do is pretend it's not happening. Yeah. And don't turn around. <laughs> God, you poor thing. Leave the stage. And it, well, it was a show which was in the round as well. Oh. In, it was ah. in the round, being surrounded. Say your poor drama. Nobody noticed, it'd be fair to say. You know, a gig crowd, no offence to gig crowds, but you're not, you're going to have to go some to to make the general scent of a gig crowd worse. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it wasn't wasn't a lot of fun. Don't recommend it. Do you miss eggs? I do miss eggs because um, even though it's a a maverick move in the rest of the world, not so much here, having an egg on a pizza is one of my favourite things. Oh, what a strange response. Well, we didn't see that one coming, Sarah. Well, it is Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Question two. Who was once robbed by a very polite man holding a knife? Jess. Yes, Jess. <laughs> Can I guess Joel? No, it was oh! Sarah. <laughs> what did he say? He was just very polite. I worked at a supermarket when I was a teenager and a man came in and I watched him do laps at the supermarket. We had no cameras because my bosses were tired asses. And then he walked up to me. He had a hood on and he looked at me and went, oh. and I went, oh, this is not going to go well. And he put his hand in and he pulled out a knife and he held up the knife and he goes, um, 
you know, can you please give me all your money? And then he goes, oh, dear. And then he put down the knife in front of him and went, I'm so sorry. But then I still had to give him the money. Mm. But the knife was just sitting between me and him. And then he took the knife and he took the, the money and left. And then I actually felt, I felt kind of bad for him. Did he end up getting mm. caught? No, I no, no. He ran out. There was someone, luckily, there was someone behind, like who was lining up behind him. They ran and called the police. Because when my bosses came down, I said, hey, I've just been held up. And they went, just go back to work, please. They didn't believe me. They thought I'd made it up. How old were you? Like 16. Jeez. Fuck yeah. So I go back to work, go back to work. And about two minutes later, all these police came storming into the supermarket because this other customer had called the police. And my bosses were like, oh, sorry, go and have a cup of tea. Yeah, we (laughs) we definitely protect her. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Were they an independent shop? Yes, or? they were. Oh. Oh, they will remain nameless, but they were independent, yeah. I got an electric shock at work once and they told me to walk it off. Well, that oh, is my God. <laughs> You'll get the same from a St John's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Science is amazing. Yeah. I was like, I feel really, really, I felt really good and then very bad. And they're like, it's fine, you'll be right. And I was like, okay, cool. All right, question three. Who here is blocked by Zach Braff on Twitter, even though they have never tweeted him or about him? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Joel. <laughs> you are correct. It is Joel. Yeah, yeah plenty for Sarah. Yeah. yeah. You're blocked by a lot of people you haven't met. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, as far as I'm aware, that's the only Twitter account I've come across. Where I'm like, wow, what did I do? I've never tweeted him directly. So presumably he's come across one of my tweets and been like, I hate this tweet so much. I'm going to block this man just in case I come across one of his tweets ever again. He's a huge fan of the Sistine Chapel. (laughs) Notorious for his love of the work. I've tweeted about Garden State before, so I wonder if that was it. But then no, it's the Sistine Chapel thing for sure. (laughs) He's a big Sistine Chapel fan. Big art guy. Question four: Who went to Tanzania last year? And when I asked them for an interesting story about it, they said I was hot there. Joel. Yes, Joel. That sounds like an Andrew. No, it was Jess. It was Jess. Yeah. I mean, that's As really in, it? you were hot temperature or you no, were no. smoking? Oh, you, no. were, you looked hot. Yeah, no, I'm, a re- I'm really hot in Tanzania. But I'm not, I'm not putting myself down in Melbourne, oh. but I went to Tanzania with a girl I went to high school with who has for the last, like, 25 years, tall, skinny, blonde, tan, like, I know my place if I visit her, say, on the Gold Coast, who's going to be looking where. Um, and she just was like the biggest piece of dog shit when we arrived at Tanzania. <laughs> and I got waved through customs. You don't have to pay for a visa. You're too beautiful. And it just began like the most insane like two-week period of like I have many goats and I, you know, I go to church every week. Can I have your number? And like I'd got, I'd get hit on like climbing Kilimanjaro. Like I'd get marriage proposals. One of my guides pulled me into the tent and like, had a full proposal kind of idea. And then he was like, when I was climbing down Kilimanjaro, he just was carrying my pack behind me, singing songs, making them up on the go, like, oh, girl, what if we gave it a go? <laughs> just have a chance with me. And I just was like, oh, wow, this is really I weird. mean, you're a very beautiful woman, so oh, I'm like, not surprised. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying, like, I'm, I'm a piece of dog shit in Melbourne, but it was just very interesting <laughs> for my friend who has been, like, the beautiful yeah, one yeah, since yeah. we were 13 and just completely ignored at all points while I was just like, ah, la, 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 Like, everyone was like <laughs> <laughs> mad into it. It was pretty funny. Huh. I enjoyed it. And then there was a point when we were flying back the last connecting flight from Dubai to Sydney or something, 
And like midway, she was walking down the the aisle of the plane, and some like dude was like, "Hey," to her, and I was like, "And the world is backwards. <laughs> Everything has realigned." But I know that if it all gets real bad, or my self esteem gets really bad, I could just go overseas, and there's a place mm. where I am like, "Wow." We'll always have Tanzania. Yeah. <laughs> always have hashtag Tanzanian fox. Also, from now I'm just going to describe people as dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't find it attractive. Anyway. <laughs> Next question. Thanks. Dog shit. <laughs> who, who once crashed their bike, sending the contents of their bag flying across the road, and the content of their bags was adult diapers? Four. Jess. Andy. Yes, Jess. <laughs> I was going to say Sarah because she looked like she might be acting as though, like, oh, I might say my own name, but I might not. You gotta say. You gotta say. Yeah, I'm saying it. All right, you yeah, are correct. Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. yeah, I'm really yeah. bad. No, I thought it was going to. You were going to say Andrew after the shitting himself on stage story. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that told me was that he was not a man prepared with adult <laughs> Forensic detail, I like it. <laughs> I did, was doing chemist rounds, by the way. That was the reason for it. Sure. It was my first That's ever cool. job, right? They were around. your adult date. <laughs> yeah, they weren't my adult. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Each their own, but I was... Each their own. You do you. You do you, girl. Um, you do I... <laughs> I, when I was 13, I rode medication around to old people for a living on my bike. I got paid five bucks around, and it was um, almost child slave labour, I would mm. say. I'm really worried about your youthful employment mm. history. Yeah, I also worked at a service. Yeah, anyway, there was many <laughs> bad jobs that I had. But um, that was a particularly bad one. The old people were lovely. They were, like, always so excited to see me. And they'd yeah, because you got their diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, they could shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one time yeah. I crashed my bike when, yeah, no, so that was it really. They'd always invite me in and like tip me with packets of biscuits and sometimes cigarettes or whatever they wanted and I just crashed my bike. I had really bad knees, dislocated a knee and was lying Jesus. on the road with like diapers around me <laughs> until someone stopped and picked me up and drove me back home and left the diapers. <sighs> So point there for Jess. Next, anyway. next question. Yeah. Real boon if you're yeah. a pensioner with some bladder issues yeah. and you're walking down the road post-accident like, well, hello, it's Madge's day today. Madge. Question six. Who here believes Timothy Chamolet's legs are too long? Jess. Yes, Jess. Did I say Andrew? No, it was Joel. Oh. Oh, I'll point off Jess. Win some, lose some. It does no sound regrets. like a lyric of yours. Does it? Timothy Chamolet's <laughs> legs are too long. That's a good, that could be a lyric. I don't know what any of those things are. You don't, you don't know Timothy Chamolet? No. Have you ever seen... Uh, Call Me By Your Call Name? Call Me By Your Name, yeah. He's in oh. Little Women as well, which is what prompted the tweet. Uh, what else is he in? He's an up-and-coming actor that will probably get showered with awards shortly. <laughs> Good on him. Mm. What's wrong with his legs? Just too long. Just wait. In Little Women, they're distractingly too, long. Too long for what? For just, Little Women. Yeah, for, <laughs> for walking about. He's just <laughs> he poor be, Joe March, just <laughs> talking at his knees the whole time. He will be unable to straddle. Yeah, he's just distractingly long legs. That. that does sound like a 50s slur. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. What, that guy. Oh, he's got long legs. If you know what I mean. Like that's. All right, next question. Who had an ex send them a photo of their new baby with no text? So this person replied, is it mine? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Andy. 
No, it was Jess, a point oh, off Sarah. Oh, yeah. I acted your face off. I couldn't tell you acted me and I made eye contact with you and I was like, what? I'm just a woman. Since you told me about the acting, though, I've been thrown by everyone's faces because mm. everyone just does this kind of strange back and forth side eye at one another. And slack jawed a little bit. Like, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> well, it's funny because it was a man and he texted me a photo of his baby and but with no context and I, I didn't know what he wanted me to respond. <laughs> it had been many years since we'd been together, so I just wrote back. Is Mark she mine? Mark out of ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Who was once called gay in a sandwich shop because they had the audacity to say bless you after somebody else in the shop sneezed? Jess. Yes, Jess. Andrew. You are correct, yes. Point there for Jess, yes. <laughs> He's polite and he hasn't had his name said in a while. Oh, <laughs> nice way of playing the game there. Bless you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and what did they call you? What did they say to you? A gay. Call me gay. Uh, under the breath. Someone sneezed and went. Bless you, because it's an automatic reaction. Yeah. And then the someone... guy went, Go. <laughs> Oh, my God. What did you do? Did you reply? Well, no, I couldn't. There was a long queue. I couldn't ah. see. All, I, I should have gone down the queue going, did you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it, but did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you? No, I didn't do that. But uh, I just bought a sandwich. How was the wow. sandwich? After... It was a great sandwich. Well, that's good it was an egg sandwich before that. <laughs> no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a wonderful uh, half, what you asked. No, I legitimately half, wanted it. Half garlic chicken, half barbecue chicken with uh, the cheese and a few jalapenos and uh, a little like a, a touch of pepper. That sounds like a great sandwich. I'm great. legitimately glad I asked. No, it was, yeah. it was a f- oh, mate, let me tell you, it was a fantastic sandwich. <laughs> All right, question nine. Who was once backstage with Björk but couldn't talk to her because Björk had tape over her mouth? Andy. Yes, Andy. Sarah. You are correct, yes. That is that is very correct, yes. Yeah. It was, I'm not very cool. I just was backstage with Big J out because um, I'd won a competition, actually. And, um, That's so sweet. Yeah. Through, through was, Dolly magazine? No, well, no, it was through Converse sneakers. I had to write, a, I had to tell a story about Converse sneakers and I just happened to genuinely have a really, now I'm like doing an ad for Converse sneakers. Mm. Is this bad? If I get some money, it's fine. Okay, yeah. great. Converse sneakers since 1905. I, <laughs> probably a little bit later than that, but I just had to write this, I had a cool story about Converse sneakers, mm. about my sister buying a pair when she was 16 and giving them to me and then me giving them to my brother and then the song. And all they're thinking is lost purchases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least two customers Where's we didn't get money? money out of. Where's the money? Anyway, so I won this competition, went on tour with the big day out in 2008. Eight. You got oh. that, yeah. And um, it was like the last great big day out. So it was like Rage Against the Machine, Bjork, Arcade Fire, Billy Bragg. But on the smaller days, it was like Billy Bragg, Battles. Um, it was cool, but I was kind of also working in music then. So yeah. I was a bit kind of torn yeah, between right. trying to be. To yeah. So I was like trying to be cool and like, oh, I'm a competition winner, but also I'm cool. And it was a <laughs> conflicting time for me. But Bjork was backstage and she'd heard her vocal cords. And so she just had tape over her mouth. Not that I was going to try and talk to her at all, but she just had tape over her mouth so people wouldn't come and talk to her so she would... And I think on that tour she had to cancel a couple of the shows because of vocal thing damage. is, if you've got tape over your mouth, surely people are going to come up and talk yeah. to you out of concern. <laughs> totally! Oh, we'll just rip it off. And... It's a prob- I mean, where, where, are the, where are the kidnappers going? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I learned... I mean, have you played The Big Day Out before, Andy? No, I have not. Okay. Mm. I just, they just have all these interesting things, like artist entertainment. They, they brought, like, animals in backstage, like little crocodiles and stuff, and there was, like, Zach from Rage Against the Machine, you know getting a photo of a little crocodile, and it was very strange. Mm, I wonder why it went broke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bragg, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that notorious capitalist. Uh, question for the game. Who here had their nose broken by an Uber driver and still gave them five stars? Andy. Yes, Andy. That guy. Joel is yeah. correct, yes. Yeah. I love the 
learned so much about one another by the end of this podcast. <laughs> chaos. I attract chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was. You do. You really do. Mm. And. Vehicular chaos. Yeah, yeah. Bad <laughs> things involving cars seem to follow me. But yeah, um, an Uber driver broke my nose and I just didn't say anything. I was, what? Yeah, Did he so, do it on purpose? Like he punched n- you? No, he didn't punch me. So what happened was that's, he... That's disappointing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got in the car, he punched me and I was like, five stars. I respect that. Uh, so what His it's... myth was the finest <laughs> in the land. <laughs> so. Uh, so I went to open his passenger door and it was locked. So he unlocked it, but rather than just unlocking it and let me open it, because he could see my hand was on the handle, he pushed it open. So the door just swung into my face. And I was like, ow. Or didn't say anything, because I was like, haha. That was like an embarrassing thing, I guess. But then, like, as I sat in the car, I could just feel blood slowly trickle. And I was like, oh no. And then my nose for like the next six weeks was very sore. And yeah, looking in the mirror, I was like, oh, it's crooked. Like, this you don't have to give nose. them a review, yeah. though, do you? Did, did you think of messaging him? And... No, I just didn't say anything. I just gave him five stars and left it. What would he have to do to not get five stars? I've given... Uh, I don't give five stars to everybody either, so I don't oh. know why this guy got five. Uh, dangerous driving? That'll get less than five stars. But apparently my face health, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> that, sounds, right. that sounds like an official diagnosis <laughs> for a registered GP. Your at, face health is fine. <laughs> at the end of the game, the scores are Joel on three points. Yay. Well done. Andrew on five points. Nice. Jess on five points. But our winner on six points is Sarah yeah. Smith. Come on, Sarah. Because you win, Sarah, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first. You got. I've got nothing to plug. I'm on holidays for five weeks. People will still probably listen to Triple R when this comes out, though. So maybe. <laughs> okay, all right. I should, I should do it for community radio, <laughs> shouldn't I? Like, it's not about me. Uh, I I host the Breakfasters on Triple R, so you can listen uh, every morning from six until nine from when are we back? February. Yep. And I do a podcast, a footy podcast called Fangirls. Um, that's G R R R L S, and like Riot Girl. Get it? And uh, that we just talk about footy and um, the emotions and stuff about footy, not really like what happens in footy. Sorry for your loss of Alex Rance. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. I didn't, right. you know, <laughs> we didn't need him anyway. <laughs> well, uh, you didn't. You won. Yeah. Also, just quickly, because it's a good thing as well, on music editor, the big issue as yes. well. So, um, that's by a big it. issue. By the big issue. It's a good thing. That's it. Yeah. Jess, where can people see or hear you? I've got a, I've got a podcast coming out. Probably in the next like month or two with uh, Vanessa, who is um, Amorossi. Vanessa Amorossi, <laughs> and our guests include absolutely <laughs> no oh, pull back from the edge. That's called edging um, in comedy. Anyway, so um, no, she's a sex therapist. She has a sex company, sex company. It's like a sex toy company and and women's wellness thing called Me Amuse. So we answer advice. We do a lot of live things for the Wheeler Center called Take It From Me, and we're going to turn it into a podcast advice thing so people can write in and we'll respond. Um, so we'll have the first one out in about a month or two, but that depends on our schedule. Great. Hi, me to DJ your wedding. Uh, oh, I'm on the ABC. I think as of next week, next Thursday, maybe maybe it's this Thursday. I'll check in with them. I do a segment <laughs> called Judge Jess where people offer me modern dilemmas and I come up with um, a verdict. I have no qualifications for this. Yeah. I think you've, well, I think you've proven otherwise today. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. That's Appreciate right. the support. Andrew, where can people see and find you? I'm in a little band called The Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, 
you know, playing shows, some in Australia over the next week. I don't know when this goes out. This will out. come out Thursday? So. This will come out Thursday, and I have, I'm jet-lagged, so I have no concept of what days are. So uh, we're, I think we're playing so, Melbourne on Saturday, but yes. if you come into that, you've already bought a ticket because it's sold out, and then <gasps> we're playing on the following, the following Wednesday, which is also sold out. Um, we're playing in Brisbane and... Sydney and the other places, Adelaide, Adelaide and Perth. And are those. you playing Adelaide? Yes. We are playing Adelaide for the first time since 2003. Uh, Adelaide was not the best show, it must be said, because of the no people being yeah. there, <laughs> which <laughs> apparently is not an unusual no, thing. That, no, that is Adelaide. That's, that's Adelaide. But in it, fact, my, bro- my brother-in-law was meant to see you in Adelaide, didn't, hasn't bought, didn't buy a ticket in advance, right. and then had to leave Adelaide because of the fires and mm. is now in Melbourne and your Melbourne show sold out. But that's just one less person seeing you in Adelaide, so I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my coping face. Okay. <laughs> um, and I've been, I also play in a band called Future of the Left, um, which is less successful but ultimately more rewarding, like like most things. And that's, <laughs> that's about it. And I bring up a two-year-old who is, you know, I'm legally supposed to keep alive. Yeah. And that's, that's all going okay so far because she's still alive. Yeah, that's it. And Joel, where can people see you? Uh, so I host a couple of podcasts. Uh, one's called Plumbing the Death Star. That is our most successful one. It's uh, it's a pop culture podcast. It's mercy comedy. Um, we ask hypothetical questions about movies and TV shows and stuff like that. And it's less nerdy and more just very, very dumb. And mm-hmm. you can find that on the Sandspence Radio Network. I also host a football podcast called How Good's Footy. Do you? Ooh. Yes. You talk about emotions? We, um, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> him out. Yeah, no. uh, we, yes, we, uh, mostly cause again, our podcast network, we're all very dumb. So a lot of the feelings and stuff like that about football is more like passion rather than cold hard facts. That's all we talk about too. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's football currently on a break, but that'll be back probably mid Jan to get ready for the AFLW season. You know what? That was a quiet test and you passed it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's also part of... What do you mean the, his 30s? So, well, what? Do you mean his 30s? <laughs> <laughs> no. AFLW is the women's league and there has been some issues in the past where someone's like, well, I can't wait for footy to return in March with the men's league. And there's a lot of people going, it's very popular, the women's league, and perhaps you can acknowledge it. And I was like, How, where's this going to go? Yeah, no, I I love AFLW. And now it seems like I'm pandering, but no, No, you're not pandering to women. You're just being a good egg. (laughs) On you, Joel. Hey, thanks, everyone, for coming in. If you're in Brisbane, Perth, Canberra or Melbourne, I have shows on sale. So go to joshua.com.au for all the ticket details. Thanks for this. It was fun. Till next time. Bye. Good day, mate. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 